Hello? Hello? Hello, hello? Good evening. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Well, you're real choppy. Oh, hopefully I've cleared up now. Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, Uh, I had a hard time getting in. Well, me too. I I dialed it on the other phone and had a hard time there, too. Uh, I never did get in on the other phone. Then I heard this one is doing good. Uh, I told Jan tonight I wish she'd write another email and tell them what what trouble we're having and they could get that resolved. Mm-hmm. That's aggravating. Aggravating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was trying to find the place where we was and I kept fall, 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 feeling of my Bible and I couldn't find it anywhere but the problem was that I was feeling in the wrong place. I've got it. It's been on the bottom of the Bible. Now it was on the top of the Bible and I got it found now. <laughs> so. Okay. So where well, are we? Um, Chapter Hello. Hi. Is it Ida? Yes, ma'am. Hi, Ida. Hi, Miss Janice. Yes, ma'am. We got Miss Christy with us tonight. Oh, good. Where are we now? Uh, Let's see. I've lost my place again. Let's see. I think it's the first part of Mark. Matthew, Mark. I thought we were in Luke. Luke already. Luke chapter. That's where my bookmark is. Oh, we're in Luke? Luke chapter 4, verse verse 38. Uh-huh. 4. 38. Oh yeah, here's my pen. It's up in the up in the top corner. Yeah, uh, four verse thirty-eight. Right, right, right. Oh, I didn't call anybody. I don't know if anybody else is coming or not. Tina couldn't get in last week, and neither could Martha. They both tried. They said they could hear us, but we couldn't hear them. Did they know her? Star six. Yeah, did they do that? What's that? Did they push star yeah, they did followed all the prompts, prompts, but oh, they oh. couldn't get in. 
I don't know. That's what's aggravating. But um, let's see. Uh, what time have y'all got? It's what? Eight minutes past the hour. Eight minutes past the hour. Okay. All right. That's that's what I've got too. Okay. Well, if we'll just go ahead and uh, uh, start, and we'll see. Father, we come in Jesus' name to give you honor and glory and recognition, Lord, in our lives that we are, our faith and our dependence is on you. And we come in that name that's above every name to ask you to bless the Bible study, Lord, as we read it and help us to just to be able to, to understand and, and, uh, and the Holy Ghost of God would interpret what you would have for us tonight. Thank you for your word, Lord. I pray a blessing on these that will come, these that's here and those that will come. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okie doke. Now, let's see. uh, He's just cast out some demons here. And... uh, um, he's fixing to do another uh, another miracle here. Uh, verse 38 says, And he, Jesus, arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever, and they besought him for her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and ministered unto them. Now when the sun was setting, all they they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Uh, you know, I see it, it's a kind of the same way today. When somebody's sick, they say, pray for me. Back in those days when Jesus was right there with them, they, they said the same thing, Jesus, we're praying for, we've got this problem, bring it to, to Jesus. Um, we was talking last week about a problem there Ida had, and uh, that anything that uh, disturbs us or anything, bring it to Jesus, and you know probably even more so. He hears us. I mean, he hears us anyway. But I'm saying it's not like oh, it's you was only here, Jesus. If you had been here, my brother had not died. Well, he's here. 
all the time and his ears are open if only our hearts are not hardened to where we we don't believe in him and so don't even sometimes ask him but that's always a good thing to to ask Jesus to uh, ever what the problem is yes um and devils also came out of many crying out and saying, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. And he, rebuking them, suffered them not to speak, for they knew that he was Christ. Why would he suffer them not to speak? I guess he don't want uh, praise from the devil. He wouldn't allow him to speak. Oh, the devils. That's who he... Okay. Oh, yeah, the those demons. Okay, okay. And when it was day, he departed and went into a desert place. And the people sought him and came unto him and stayed him that he should not depart from them. And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore am I sent. And he preached in the synagogues of Galilee. It's so like us to want to hold on to somebody important. You know. uh, I'm sorry. I said it's so like us to want to hold on to somebody oh. that we deem is oh, important. Oh, yes, yes. But like he said, he had to go to other cities also. Right, and right. Was there. Okay, chapter 5 and verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Genesaret. And so two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering answering, said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. You know, I've said this before, but it all, I always think about it when I read that part. Uh, how much noise is it when when you're sitting at a at a a, a, a big body of water, this Lake Genesaret, and uh, I'm sure the waves are are they, they a lake? They called it a lake. I don't know if. Uh, 
if there was much sound of the the uh I don't know if they had waves or not, but I know that was a windy place. But I've often, I always think, how could the people hear Jesus? You know, they're thronging them. That's so many people. And surely all them men and women and children wasn't quiet the whole time. But uh, I just I always think of that, uh, how he would, you know, cast out a little bit from the bank. And he just sat ta- talking to them. Just like he was in a house. I believe a holy hush probably did come over the crowd. Well, that could be. That could be. Because, uh, you know, they the common people loved him and and just hung on his every word. So that that might be exactly what happened. Uh, and so, so he after he preaches, he gives that command, and uh, to to Simon Peter, but uh, Simon doubted, but but with a but, uh, because he knew he knew Jesus, and uh, uh, he had confidence in him. He didn't have any confidence in them nets and the fish and all that, but he said, at your word, I will do it. And uh, that's good advice for us. That If we think it don't work, it's not going to work. Lord, I've tried this so many times. I've asked you for this. I've, I've uh, I, even in the matter of salvation, you ever heard anybody say, "Oh, I've tried that. I, I, I've tried." Uh, they'll say being saved. You know, they don't really know what it is. But, oh yes, I've done that. And uh, but, you know, to no avail. But uh, when when you see that it's not in you. And it's not in the fish, but it's in Christ himself. At his word, he says, Pray ye one for another that you might be healed. That's just one uh, promise, you know, that he gives. But if we have a word from God, we can we can hang on to it and say it back to him. And uh, he'll do what what he wants to do it will be blessed because we've we've took him at his word amen uh is it verse seven six six yes, uh, and when they had this done they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. (laughs) 
When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. <laughs> I just can't imagine. Uh, I mean, this don't even make sense. Uh, why wouldn't he just fall at Jesus' feet and say, Oh, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. But he says, Get away from me. He's like, get out of here. What is it? What do you mean? Get out of here. Oh, my. But that's, he's good in that he recognizes that uh, he he thinks I'm not even supposed to be in your presence. I'm a I'm a sinful man, oh Lord. Let's I, we can't be together. We cannot be together. Uh, I think about that poor man that I was talking to that said uh, the Williams man, and he said he said I'm. He said, I'm a sinner man. I'm a sinner man. And I said, well, that's the ones that Jesus came to to seek and save. But you don't hear that from many people. Most people you talk to are better than you are. You know? Mm -hmm. And might be, for all I know. But uh, it's a strange thing to hear somebody say, I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner, just like uh, mm-hmm. Peter did here. I'm a sinful man. Mhm. Well, you know, the thought just occurred to me. What would they do with all that fish? But then there was a crowd, right? Right. So, I guess maybe... Uh, they had to call in another boat to hold all the fish. I imagine they probably told the crowd, "Come and get your, get some supper, or some some fish. Take it home for supper." I wonder. Hey, that something. Mm-hmm. And of course, that was their business, you know. Um, um, <laughs> that True. they. Took them probably and sold them too, you know. Maybe. Uh, so we've got Jan with us listening, but she's not going to comment. Uh, but anyway, just imagine two ships, as it says, ships. I it, it was just a big boat, I, you know, two big boatfuls, and uh, but anyway, the miracle was that that he filled both of them. Um, where are we? I think I'm verse, I'm on verse 9. Yeah, okay. Is that correct, Ida? Yes, verse 9. Okay. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth uh, thou shalt catch men. Mm. 
fear not. Mm-hmm. That I, you know, you just don't know what all's involved in that. Uh, James and John and Simon Peter. There was, I guess, all of them felt like they was unworthy to be in his presence, and they were kind of fearful there. But he said, uh, don't be afraid, because I've got something bigger than these fish for y'all. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. And it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who, seeing Jesus, fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will, be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Oh, my, isn't that a beautiful picture? Mm-hmm. That is a beautiful, that is, this man was full of faith, let me tell you. He yeah. said, I, I, I do, I believe it. And as he says there, according to your faith, so be it. And, uh. That's, that is a precious thing right there. But verse 14 said, And he charged him, him to tell no man but go and show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But so much the more went there a fame abroad him. And great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by, by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And you know, I, a lot of people have talked about this verse. Uh, before, uh, and I think, you know, like, it's it's just those people that brought him, but I believe the, the sick man, I believe he had faith, too. Mm-hmm. 
I think he was included in their faith. Mm-hmm. Which verse did you just read? 20. Oh, okay. I have a note here on uh, Brother Ken Avery when he preached on this, and he said the part where it says in verse 20, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. He said those are the most important words of the Bible. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the scribes, well, and, and and I guess Jesus is the only one that has the power to forgive sin. So that is awesome. Yes, okay. yes. It's a, it's a, like I say, uh, the sin question is no longer the obstacle to be uh, overcome. It's the Son, Jesus. You receive him, you receive everything that that he is. Of course, he's the forgiver of all your sins. But, uh, uh, you know, Jesus hadn't even died at that time. But that's what neither had Adam and Eve. But when Jesus, just a little bit later on, when he dies, and this this particular man... Uh, he's just gathering them up from past to pre- uh, present and future sins so he could say, thy sins are forgiven, are forgiven thee, not will be, but they are because from the creation, Jesus Christ was ordained to bear the sins of of mankind. So it's, like we was talking Wednesday night, it's uh, it hadn't happened yet, but in God's mind it has. Right. Uh, verse twenty-one. And, and the scribes and the huh? Christine, I think you read you read twenty. I'll read yeah, twenty-one. I did. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Thank you. And and the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Uh, well, they said a mouthful there. Who can forgive sins but God? <laughs> and and they, the Pharisees and the scribes, didn't believe that he is God, you know. And they mm-hmm. said, what, who does he think he is running around saying he can, he's forgiven sins? Nobody can forgive sins but God. You know, if you could see the things that run through a man's mind, uh, mm-hmm. just like Jesus could, a lot of a lot of questions could be answered if if we could read their mind. Uh, mm-hmm. 
But but when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Whither is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk? Mm-hmm. Ida. Oh, okay, sorry. Verse, 24. Verse 24, okay. But ye that may... Um, what verse what did you read? 24, 23? 24. Okay. But... Okay, but ye... But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins. He said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise and take up thy couch and go into thine house. Mm. He, he asked an important question there. Uh, you know, if you could do one, you could do the other, Jesus is saying. Mm. Uh which is easier to to free this man of his his condition or to forgive his sins? Uh, just either one of them, it would take God, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. And immediately he rose up before them and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed. And they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. (laughs) (laughs) And after these things he went forth and saw a publican named Levi, sitting at the receipt of custom, and he said unto him, Follow me. He walks up to this businessman that's, uh, I guess, you know, writing or doing something, and uh, he just cuts to the chase and say, I want you to follow me. And he left all, rose up and followed him. And Levi made him a great feast in his own house. And there was a great company of publicans and of others that sat down with them. But their scribes and Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do ye eat and drink with publicans and sinners? Hmm. Now that's something. Mm-hmm. Jesus eating and drinking with uh, lost people, uh, publicans and uh, and uh, sinners. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. He loved the whole world. Amen. And that that's a good example for us. We should never turn a, a blind eye to someone we think is 
it's uh, not clean or or a, a different uh, ethnic background. We should have the mind of Christ in us to see that soul that that Jesus died for. That everyone is created in the image of God. That's right. But these probably religious people to the, you know, they they had all their marbles together and they had their little verses on their clothes and uh, very religious, but they didn't, um, that turned them off when when Jesus was eating with uh, Levi because he said that man's a, he cheats people probably or any kind of things that that you could think of. They say, we're too good for that. And Jesus answering said unto them, they that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And they said unto him, why do why do the disciples of John fast often and make prayers? And likewise, the disciples of the Pharisees, but dine, eat, and drink. Uh, and, you know, the, there in 32, when he says, I, I didn't come to call the righteous. And, of course, that means that self-righteous. Because a self-righteous person, unlike uh, Peter there where he said, I'm a sinful man, a right, self-righteous person is is so good that they do not, they'll never see their need of salvation. And he said, I, did, I didn't come to call them kind of people, but I came to call sinners, old dirty um uh, down and out, those that that are at rock bottom and that see their need. That's the ones I came to call and to save. And it's those kind of people that can repent and be saved. Yep. Uh, verse 34 says, And he said unto them, Can you make the children of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? So, so they're asking him uh, why his disciples eat, but John's disciples fast and the Pharisees' disciples fast. And so Jesus' answer is, uh, but the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then shall they fast in those days. Okay. Right. And he spoke spoke also a parable unto them. No man putteth a piece of a new garment upon an old. If otherwise, then both the new makers a rent, 
and the peace that was taken out of the new agreeth not with the old. Uh, yeah, going back up here talking about that, uh, Christy, I think uh, he's saying they don't they uh, they don't have to fast. My disciples don't have to fast because I'm right here with them. Uh, now John and uh, especially the Pharisees, they you know they love to fast and, and put on their sackcloth and and their sad face and uh, disheveled look. But he said, my my disciples. They just they just have to ask, and um, I don't I don't understand all about that. Uh, you know, even in this day and time, I I don't understand much about fasting. But he um, said that the the bridegroom is going to be taken away, hmm. and then Isaiah chapter fifty eight gives a pretty good uh, explanation of uh, fasting. Hmm. Okay, what uh, what shall I turn that Isaiah what fifty eight fifty eight. Isaiah 58. And what? Uh, Let me see. I'm turning there myself. Yeah, I've got... I've got fast wrote down here. Verse 6. Is he saying that that will loose the bands of wickedness or undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free and break every yoke? Verse 7 also. That is the fast of God when you're uh, giving bread to the hungry and money to the poor and clothing people. That is that what that's saying? This is my fast? Yeah, I, I think it's explaining, you know, what a fast. Why, why do I have that? It seems I've like got, the I've chapter. got it wrote down too. Uh, well, look at there. Uh, let's just read that. Uh, verse three says, "Wherefore have we fasted?" Say they, and thou seest not. Wherefore have we afflicted our soul? And thou takest no knowledge. Behold, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure, and exact all your labors. Is that Jesus talking there? The Holy Spirit talking? 
Behold, you mm-hmm. fast for strife and debate, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. You shall not fast as you do this day, to make your voice to be heard on high. Is it such a fast that I have chosen? In other words, the answer would be no. A day, a day for a man to afflict his soul? No. Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? And it looks like it's calling for a no, don't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? No. And he says, is not this the fast that I have chosen? to do all these good works, to loose the bands, to undo the heavy burden, let the oppressed go free, give bread to the hungry. Hmm. Interesting. So as we're as we're operating as uh, believers and helping our fellow man, it's almost as if we're fasting. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. When we're doing it as unto the Lord or allowing him to do it through us, that's a holy fast unto the Lord. That sounds good mm-hmm. to me. I, I have never been... I've tried to fast before, but I didn't have a clear... I didn't know just what I was doing. Yeah. But I know in the Old Testament, they fasted for days on end. And, of course, Jesus fasted. And uh, and he gives instructions. When you fast, uh, anoint yourself. Don't let people know it. And don't go around with your face sad and and let and say, "Oh, look at me, I'm fasting." He says, "When you fast, I don't know. I don't think I don't think that you can plan a fast. I think you're just thrown into a fast. You know, there's a a certain like when Job when his troubles came upon him, he was thrown into an instant fast. And, Who was um, this? Job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, when great troubles come upon you, uh, it's, it's especially unexpected. You're, you're just almost, you don't want to eat. And, you know, like, like when somebody dies unexpectedly or something. Right. That that's a you, it's like a personal fast you get thrown into. Uh huh. So, I don't know. Maybe uh, um, other people set aside a planned fast uh, to be able to receive maybe an answered prayer or a miracle that they've been asking God for. 
So there's, there's different kinds of facts. Uh, and you remember when uh, the Jews were about to be exterminated, how uh, Esther called for a fast, uh, mm-hmm. for what, three-day fast or something like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess as the circumstances call for it, um, you know, it's that's why he said when you fast. Yeah, that's that's something to think about. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, you you just finished reading Ida, did you? Uh, I did. You read thirty-five. No, I got thirty-six. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, now he's talking about here um, people getting saved, I do believe. Um, mm-hmm. Verse uh, 37 says, And no man put his new wine into old bottles, else the new wine will burst the bottles and be spilled, and the bottles shall perish. But new wine must be put into new bottles, and both are preserved. No man also having drunk old wine straightway desireth new, for he saith the old is better. Oh. Now, what do y'all think? You think this is talking about uh, getting saved. Now, this is a this is a uh, earthly meaning, uh, uh, earthly story with a heavenly meaning. They all knew that you had to put new wine that hadn't been fermented into a skin, a new skin, because that new skin would be able to stretch. And when it started to ferment, that it could hold it. Because if you put it in a new, I guess it was some kind of animal skins. Well, when you put it in an old one, it's already stretched. And um, it's just going to bust and all be spilled. So to me, what that's saying is that you try to put, you. there is no room for God's spirit in the old man. It, it has to be a, a, a new creation to hold the wine of God's spirit. Yep, that's a beautiful picture. You know, there is a a song that I just love. I have, I I almost bought it one time, and I just love that song. It's it's an old, old song, but it's called New Wine. Mm. And uh, I guess I'm just going to have to break down and get it one of these days because I keep, I keep, 
uh, and I think it's such a good example. Uh, it says it's the kind that makes you smile all the time. Uh, it's just got some of the best little words in it you would ever you would ever think of. But I bet uh, you could listen you could listen to it on your computer. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I I'd have to have the the music to sing it by. But right. uh, that's a that's a good thought. Uh, and then he goes on to say in that last one, uh, no man having, no man also having drunk old wine, which is which is it, it's done its thing. Straightway desireth new. He di- he don't want that new wine uh, that hadn't been fermented yet, for he saith, the old already all the leavening is gone out of old wine, and he says the old is better because it's the real thing. There's no leaven in. Uh, old wine hmm. but that's a that's a parable they they could relate to uh-huh. oh okay well we we got through we got through a chapter here a little more than a chapter Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna get Jan to to uh, email them again and tell them we're still having trouble and see if they can do something because that's I know discouraging to people to have to try to try to do it and Jan just said okay I'll I will email them and then maybe we can they won't be seem like it's always something gotta call somebody about something and uh, maybe that'll that'll help our situation mm-hmm. okie doke girl we're 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 done oh well I, I have a question new one the kind that makes you smile all the time. Pardon, mm-hmm. but pardon me, my funny friend. I'm just a new wine skin for that new new one. <laughs> mm-hmm. y'all, y'all can toss money at me. Well, I wanted to know if you heard uh, anything further about Mark. No, I need to, I was hoping Dana was going to be here, but I need to call her tonight and see what, what and all that was about. And uh, she never did call me, so it must have, must have, they, it was resolved. Uh, And he probably went home, I don't know. But uh, I'll call her. All right. Well, uh, oh. let me let me share this uh, this uh, praise. 
I just called to sing happy birthday to my little Joshua. It was his birthday today. And, yes, I saw that. And he told me that uh, they're having another baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was That's a, cool. A thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. When's it when's uh when's happening? Oh, not till the end of May. So oh, okay. Uh huh. What's she about three months? No, I I imagine they they probably just found out. Okay. January, February, March, April, May five. Uh, yeah, probably maybe a couple of months. Well, that's good. I saw his little picture on the Facebook. Right, girl. Well, I love y'all and and enjoyed it, and we'll be back next week. Okay. God bless. Father, we thank you for this time that we've had to read your eternal word, your wonderful, blessed word, Lord. Oh, Lord, give us a hunger and a thirst after your word. Just want, just make us, Lord, want to um, delve into the the depths of your word and because that's you. You are the Word of God, O oh Lord. Help us to want to know you better and to share with others the your, the wonderful life-saving uh, de- deed that you did on the cross of Calvary. Thank you, blessed Lord. Bless these two late these three ladies, Lord, and anybody else that might be listening. We thank you and praise you for it in our Savior's name. Amen. 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 Love you, girls. Love you, too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.